Section 8 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 12, March 23, 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 12, March 23, 1881. THE SUPPLY AND QUEEN TRADE by A. B. Weed Read before the Northeast Convention THE SUPPLY AND QUEEN TRADE A. B. Weed This is a subject, I believe, of interest to all who are engaged in apiculture, either as beekeepers, supply dealers, or queen breeders, and is growing as the business extends. The supply business seems as yet to be in a crude state, and prices lack uniformity. In many cases we find needless cutting of prices. It may be said that this is a good thing for buyers, but I believe that the opposite is the case, for the inevitable result of unreasonably low prices is inferior goods. When prices are so lower that there is no margin left for profit, the trade will not be supported with the enterprise which is necessary to stimulate improvements or inventions or even to put the business on a good footing. The character of the business can be best maintained if the energy of manufacturers is directed to the perfecting of goods rather than the cheapening of them. Good tools are necessary in any pursuit, and seem to be associated with a thrifty business. In fact, the prosperity of a business is largely dependent upon the means at hand of carrying it on. If one tool is better than another, even if the difference is slight, it is worth very much more, for the benefit of the difference is felt every time that it is used. A good thing may be a source of profit, and a poor one of loss. The best is always the cheapest. There is one respect in which the business is in a better condition than many others, and that is that there is but very little credit given this is an advantage to both parties for the seller loses nothing through bad debts and the prompt buyer does not have to pay for the losses caused by the careless or dishonest ones it is quite common among supply dealers to guarantee safe arrival of goods this condition of sale is unnecessary as the express receipt is sufficient and in case of injury or loss the fact is more readily proven and damages more easily collected than could be from some dealers it is unreasonable to expect the dealer to be responsible for goods after they have left his hands especially when the consignee can adjust any difficulty more easily at his end of the line this is the customary rule in business when articles are sent by mail the buyer can protect himself against loss by having the article registered but the precaution is almost unnecessary as it is very rarely that anything is lost in the mails of course the sender is required to use necessary care in packing with most shippers this is a point of pride the traffic in queens seems to be closely allied to the supply business at least so i have found it for as the beekeeper begins to feel the need of good tools he sees the advantage of good stock as well and he naturally looks in the same direction for both 
I believe that I express the opinion of the best queen breeders when I say that it is much more satisfactory to sell a good queen at a correspondingly good price, even if the profit is no greater in proportion, than a cheap and poor one, for the reason that a queen, wherever she goes, will represent the stock from which she came. And I believe, too, that I speak the opinion of all observing apiarists when I say that it pays infinitely better to keep good queens than poor ones. Thus it is that good queens at good prices are more profitable to both parties. Some of the best apiarists have discontinued selling any queens that are not possessed of a high degree of merit, and send out only those which are thoroughly tested and found to be good. In return they receive a suitable price from appreciative customers. This is notably the case in localities where honey-raising is an established business, and the value of good stock is therefore understood. It is now almost universally held by apiarists that if good queens are to be obtained, they must be raised under favorable conditions. It is freely admitted that to bring about these conditions requires a large outlay of time and thought as well as money. This especially is the case when queens are to be reared out of season. The cost of rearing queens will decide their price, for of course they will not be sold at prices which do not pay for rearing, and a reasonable profit besides. If buyers insist on having cheap queens, they will get them, but their value will be found to correspond with their price the one price rule which is applied to queens throughout the country has the effect of causing many poor ones to be sold at fair prices which really should be killed it has the tendency to discourage the rearing of very superior ones for as a rule a thing is no better than its price when they are all sold at a uniform price it is to be expected they will be nearly alike in merit as there is no special inducement for the breeder to improve his stock. The uniformity of price probably originated in the supposition that all queens are equally good, whereas experience proves the opposite to be true. A queen that lays even a few more eggs daily than another is much more valuable, for the extra number of eggs will be multiplied by the number of days that she is kept. This difference alone, so often repeated, will in time amount to more than the price of the queen. A poor queen is kept at a corresponding loss, although both may have sold at the same price. There are such things as plus and minus outside of algebra. The buying of queens at present has some resemblance to a lottery. They should be graded, at least so far as this is possible, and priced accordingly. Combinations for the maintenance of artificial prices are impracticable and undesirable. I would only submit that prices be based upon cost of production and a reasonable profit. Detroit, Michigan. End of section 8. Recording by Lawrence Trask.